0: 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. I'm John McGlash for the WDMA, and we've got some interesting stuff today to talk about in the realm of mail. But first, um, yesterday, if you remember, I got this nifty, uh, I got it two days ago, I got this nifty box that says Micro Puzzles. It says a little box of happiness. It had a little smiley face on the address label. Right. And uh fragile handle with love. It's I don't know that it's really fragile, but, you know, like any good kid on Christmas, I wanted to hear if it made any noise and it makes a lot of noise. OK. And so I slit the tape when I got it to my desk and I opened it up. And here is a postcard, sort of a greeting card thing from the guy who packed it supposedly. But in this case, Mike wrote me a special note telling me that he watches my LinkedIn feeds and his business cards in here and there's a bunch of puzzles. These are 100 and, I found this out later. These are 150 piece little micro puzzles. Where he gets them I don't know. There's a bunch of other stuff in there. Okay, it's just like he says, it's a box of happiness. I'm going to absolutely going to try out the puzzles. But I asked him yesterday after the show if he had any any uh you know big breakthroughs that happened just he said he mails these out you know to people around and uh so he sent me a he said that that um he sent one to a tv station uh in la where he is he said he was working out of his kitchen you know packing these things up I don't know that he's still working in his kitchen. I hope not. He said he's going to a big trade show like next week. Um, but anyway, so then he sent me a uh, a reminder of a commercial that ran, oh, man, a couple of years ago, 11 years ago maybe. Uh, and it tells the story of some kids putting up a website and getting in, you know, putting up some stuff that can be sold. And, Three, and two, we one. We are officially open for business. We're open for business, and we <sighs> okay. got the first order of 35. Yeah.
1: Oh. No,
0: Facing a virtual reality, 100,000, <laughs> 300,000. All of a sudden, how in the world we can we fill those orders right? one. UPS so anyway UPS is supposedly going to help them (laughs) I don't know where they have that inventory and all the rest maybe they just were resellers on Amazon but anyway whatever that story is he sent me a sort of a similar story that I probably can't really show you I can show you sort of the top of it LinkedIn does not lend itself to this Um, but he when the when the TV commercial ran he He got uh, a bunch of orders, and it shows them on the screen. I can watch them. Uh, I'm keeping the sound off because he's laughing in the background and cheering. Um, But it shows the visitors to the website, uh, 11,000. It shows the orders, 50-some up here. Uh, It shows the online now, and it's going up and up and up and up. And the orders are going up and up and up and up. And so he had a similar experience. And so my point, do do you wonder what my point is? My point is that you can make a splash with mail that you just can't make, not with an email, not with a lot of things. And what always has amazed me, you know, back in the day, we only had salespeople, especially in B2B, and we said, you know, you could mail stuff. And so you could have more frequency of contact with your customers and more direct contact than telling the sales what to say and then hoping that they said the right thing and hoping that they sell something especially when you've got like a new product coming out or something like that or maybe you've got a broad range of products and you and your salesman sells one I mean I was a straight commission salesperson I sold like 80 or 90 percent of my of my sales came from one program And a couple others, a little bit. And then the rest of them, there was probably another 10 or 15 that I could have sold. I never sold. Don't know why. Just, I didn't like them as much. I didn't talk about them as much. You know, so it wasn't a thing for me. (laughs) So anyway, the point is, is that we we were trying to tell people how to focus on the lower customers because we had this expensive Salesforce vehicle. And we would put in telesales and, and direct mail. Well, now the f- things all flipped around. Nobody wants a sales force. Nobody wants a tell a center. And I'll blame you because I ran one with sixty people, and every day was an adventure. <laughs> Somebody would—it turned out would be faking orders. They'd be keying in orders to make them look good, and they weren't real. And we had a long lead time, so you couldn't tell for a couple of weeks. Uh, we had a couple of people that were on. Work release from the prison, that was okay, you know. Except they had other issues. <laughs> people doing drugs in the restroom. I mean, it was just an it was just an adventure, right? Let's just say working with people is an adventure. So I can see why people don't want Salesforce. You know, I told Jack Miller he should have somebody go around and just say hello to his customers around around the Chicago metro area, and he said, uh, well, we won't get into it, but he said most. Of my success came from not having a sales a sales force. So anyway, so now we got this monolithic world where everybody thinks they can run a business by remote control, by digital, Ooh, you know, and have no inventory, and have no and have no employees, and have no uh, and have no salespeople, and just send out emails all day long or something, or do videos here on YouTube. <laughs> that's sort of what I do <laughs> but people do calls. So it's nice anyway and uh, I have some unique perspectives that not everybody has I suppose but but so now we we want to we want to spend 10 cents of customer contact on everybody and the truth is that your best customers deserve much better than that and if you don't treat them better somebody else will right and it's not enough to just maybe flip them a postcard twice a year you really might want to do something fun, and there's a whole host of things that you could do fun, but this is one that you could do, and you can come up with these yourself. Um, or just a handwritten note on its own. A lot of things you can do, and and you can do them better with mail than almost any other medium, although giving them a call is a good thing. Uh, so let's get on with the show. Let's see what we've got here. I'll go over here to this, and we'll close that and put that up. Now, where did it go? I know it's here. Oh, turn it on. <laughs> Live streaming is hard. It's hard. It really is hard. Okay, now this I just stumbled on. I have a, a regular uh search, you know, pre pre-made search that's about direct mail, and I just search for the word direct mail. And I'm just starting to talk with um with Rusty here. This is Rusty. And he's showing in Berryville, he's showing the Berryville Post Office, and he's showing how uh, you can reach the unreached, which I think is a great catchphrase. Reaching the unreached. You know, not everybody has a computer. Just a few years ago, not even maybe a decade, you know, I was working with a cell phone company up in the Upper Peninsula in northern Wisconsin, and they said that they use mail partly because um, not everybody has a computer, not everybody has a smartphone, not everybody even has a credit card, and uh, they take cash. And they said only about sixty percent of people up there had the had the had the credit card. So, how do you reach the unreached, right? And uh, this is specifically related to trying to get them to get vaccinated. Um, I would appreciate somebody fessing up to some of the stuff we found out in, in uh, congressional testimony and Freedom of Information Act stuff <laughs> about the CIA and the Wuhan Lab and other things. I won't I'm not a medical expert, but there does seem to be some interesting backstory to that. Uh, feel free to comment. <laughs> it's okay with me. But my point is, this is a really well-written article. And if you click on the picture in the press release, which is from Yahoo, um, and uh, if you click on it, you actually go to the the old um, old school marketing. Here it is, old school marketing. They got a link. This is one of the best press releases I've ever seen because it gets into the idea that People are inundated with digital noise. Emails, online ads, social media, but physical mail can cut through the clutter, Dykus says. It's tangible, creates long-lasting impressions, and does engagement. (coughs) Now, I didn't realize Rusty was such a big shot. You know, he mailed me this little mailing piece that looks really homespun. It's... uh, Handwritten post-it note stuck on there. Looks like a rubber stamp of my address. Handwritten. I could tell. I look very closely at these things. Handwritten. Addressed to me. Very curious. No return address. Well done. You can tell. Very, very clever. Somebody knows what they're doing. It looks, the stamp is on, looks hand affixed and crooked. Excellent. Excellent. Anyway, So, Rusty's out in Arkansas somewhere. He has joined the WDMA. Thank you for your support and encouragement. We really do appreciate this. But anyway, (coughs) he squeezed, like, all the main points into this press release. Um, Recent consumer research backs this up, that people like mail. 77% of Americans conveyed that they pay closer attention to direct mail than digital ads. And so, this whole article is a pitch for direct mail uh, with a specific... Uh, fit to you know there are demographic issues of what of the people that uh, are more resistant or uh, to getting vaccinated african-americans for example are have been have a lower percentage of vaccinations Um, and so you could you could reach out to local specific neighborhoods either that have a low rate of vaccination or that have a high rate of infection could do that too So, anyway, he makes all the points, but it's in a newsworthy package. One of the keys to getting something read. And so, excellent. Well done, Rusty. Okay. And here's another one by Jacqueline Johnson Leister. And she's from Sequel up in Minnesota, uh, who I feature a lot, but is not a supporter of the WDMA, other than they have great content. And uh, she points out that Retail Mail is still one of the most successful customer acquisition channels. And she cites a 2023 direct marketing benchmark report. And I thought, well, how ducky. Isn't this great that somebody produces all these nice slides (laughs) so that she can grab them and write an article? Well, and then I found out she was from SQL and SQL did the report. So it is fair. (laughs) <laughs> Repackaged. But 70% of marketers are reporting an increase in direct mail effectiveness. Effectiveness, okay. And 90% said 90% of the survey respondents who mainly were from uh, retail, it turns out, 90% of the respondents indica- indicated they have increased or maintained direct mail investments in the last year up 3% from last year. Mail budgets increase mail budget increases were higher than SMS, CTV basically, cable or over the over the air TV, paid search, programmatic, display and SEO strategies. <clears throat> so mail is more likely to be increased than all those other all those other media, which is pretty cool, right? Um This graph, I have read the report. I think I've even talked about the report. But I like these summaries because the report's 26 pages or something. And I'll put it up in the show notes at WDMA.org, where you can not only join and support this madness, but you can also go and find the show notes from every day's show, all the articles marked up as you see me do. Um, They made a big deal out of postcard, but a folded multi-panel postcard rate, rates almost as high, catalogs rate almost as high. Uh, now there's a huge world of difference between catalogs and uh catalogs and uh postcards right and the and the and the amount of and the cost per square inch of selling space is so much lower with a catalog okay a lot of people don't think about that they think about the postage is higher and everything yeah, but if you can do a catalog for a dollar and you can do a postcard for sixty seven cents And a postcard isn't one page of a catalog. And a catalog could be 32 pages or 48 pages or whatever. When you look at it that way, now there's a huge cost of getting the images and getting it all laid out and all that. But once you do, and you can reprint it and put a new cover on it every now and then, you can see that there's a huge value in a catalog, probably a much greater value. And customers acquired with catalogs tend to have a really, really good return on downstream purchase <clears throat> so marketers indicated that automated direct mail is most likely to be tested I kind of look at that retargeting with mail as a as a uh, gateway drug for mail <clears throat> so you start with a postcard you start retargeting with mail <clears throat> now in the Lovesack case we were doing a catalog because someone else told them they should which probably was true but they were doing a terrible job and uh, we fixed a lot of that, and then they got into postcards. But now I understand they are going—they have gone back to a catalog. I think Brian Delet at at LS Direct, who's a friend and worked with me at Lovesack, but doesn't also <laughs> call you out, <laughs> call you out, you industry leaders, you industry leaders. And a special thanks to Direct Mail 2.0, who just joined the supporters. Wonderful. You know, you can't do a booth at a convention for this kind of, for this kind of coverage. Okay. And so uh, this one was funny. Optimal number of touch points. You know, I had a client. I don't know if they were a client. Uh, it was Joe Sita. I'll put him in here. I don't think he's pretty much out of the social media world now. But Joe used to have a sweepstakes deal with jewelry. <clears throat> and they would mail, they would mail an active, sweepstakes participant they would mail them twice a week and so they they would mail people over 100 times a year where this says that the optimal is probably two to three or or four to five pieces a year now i would contend that well i'll quote jack miller again uh because I was in one of his sales meetings one time when we were working together and uh, one of his Saturday sales meetings. And, and Jack told me that the, the thing that really launched Quill, they were mailing once a year a big fat catalog. And in the 70s, if you remember, which you probably don't, but in the 70s, inflation was running rampant. Sound familiar? And the prices were going up on their costs, cost of goods was going up faster than they could keep track. And so they would put a stomp on the cover and, you know, but they mailed it once a year. So a year later, all of their costs might be up 20 or 30 percent or more on some items. And it was just killing them. So they decided to scrap the big catalog for a while and just mail out small. And by small, it was probably more than 48 page, but small flyers. And he said we thought the customers would hate us. We thought that we would be, you know, maligned for all this paper waste or whatever. But it turned out that the regular frequent mailings, the regular frequent mailings got people to start thinking of Quill as a regular supplier rather than a temporary place that you'd go if you couldn't find it anywhere else and he said that was what really launched quill into a major direct mail company and office supply company and so there is an article mentioned here and it's also by sequel on how to determine if you're mailing too much or too little it's not an easy thing to figure out i can tell you But it's a well-written article, so I'll put that in the show notes, too, wdma.org. And um, you have to at least be a subscriber because it's in the members-only area. Okay. And so, um, anyway, lovely, lovely articles. I will touch on Craig Huey's – I think I got this squeezed in. Oops. There's the optimized direct mail frequency. I don't know where Craig's went. Craig's is gone. Well, have a great day. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. And if you're not supporting the WDMA, perhaps you should. It's not that expensive. You can do it monthly for about $20 a month. It's like, it's like less than cable TV. And we can help you support your business and give you things to say to your customers. Bye-bye.